Support for Tag's podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code TAGSPOD, T-A-G-S-P-O-D, at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 14 million balls. Hey, what is going on? You are watching and listening to Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex the Lab Edition. I am your host, Stevie. This is episode 442. I'm so happy to be back in the seat of Tags Live. Me too. And I really thank my (laughs) co-host, Cody Maurice Doggett, for filling in last week. You did such a good job with Teddy, Alexis. Thank you so much. Really fun. Thank you, darling. Hello, darling. I forgot almost to say hello, darling. Uh, It was so wonderful to host the show. I'm so glad you're back. And I'm over (laughs) here sitting down, feeling like a million bucks, thanks to Manscaped, the the new beard trimmer that's out. It's amazing. It makes my beard the perfect length for sexy stubble. And my mustache is popping because of them. Thank you so much, Manscaped. Yeah, we got hooked up. I used them, their clippers to get ready for my Vakaya cruise and everything was neat and trim. And believe me, the boys appreciated it down there with a little bit of stubble too. There was a guy that actually said, you have the right ratio of ass hair up there. I have to say, I was like, really? I'm like, okay. That is quite the compliment. Yeah. But you know, you guys, um, you probably heard our ad, but you can get 20% off. And all you got to do is go to manscaped.com and at checkout, Use our promo code TAGSPOD, T-A-G-S-P-O-D. You get 20% off. And the best part is you get free shipping uh, worldwide. So that's really awesome. We have so much to talk about. I said on episode 441, we recorded it. I was in Fort Lauderdale. Today I'm in Puerto Vallarta, the other coast. And so happy to be here. I'll be here for about 10 days helping my sister out uh, with her brand new condo. So it's really kind of cool. I know, super exciting to be here. But the show continues and going on. Check out my Instagram at I am underscore Steve V for all things related to Puerto Vallarta while I am here. I've got my margarita. Fishbowl making the rounds on this episode. Well, mine isn't a fishbowl, but I do have a margarita too. So our special guest is a fishbowl, I guess. <laughs> yes. And you know how much I love a good margarita. And when they said, do you want the single or the double? I'm like, the double? What are you talking about? It's not even the- a question. It's even a question. I just got <laughs> off the plane for crying out loud. Oh my goodness. So here's the funny thing about producing this show. When you're <laughs> on the road trying to do it. I was on the plane. I know you know what I'm talking about, yeah, Cody. Yeah, that's what I'm giggling. And for <laughs> you guys listening, I scour all these gay sites, and I have the system that I go through. Normally in, in my studio at home, no problem at all. Mm-hmm. I was on a plane on JetBlue earlier today, and sitting next to Rocco, Rocco's a little boy, <laughs> who, and the funny thing about it all, they were like the coolest mom and son sitting next to me but 
you can't be looking up straight up gay porn the site and other things that we look at to get some of these stories mm-hmm. when you have a little boy sitting next to you yeah. i mean you just can't do it so i was yeah. doing everything like turning my light super dim so that nobody could really read anything i could barely read it i forgot my glasses at home so i really oh, couldn't no. read it so <laughs> this show might be a little bit shaky today but bear with me we did talk about it. We have some good topics, right, Cody? I know you oh, know what yes. I'm talking about. It's going to be entertaining, regardless. If nothing else, for the, <laughs> for the fishbowl. But we do love it when you comment back to us. And we have some comments from many of you. And one of uh, Pedro D. wrote in to us. And he said, thanks for episode 439, darling, he said. Love I'm, it, I'm assuming darling. that's a very helpful by the way i have been taking so this is where we had dr goldstein i believe oh, yeah. 439 was on the show um let me just is that it's yeah, 440 was the one that i did by my well, I, I yes hosted. thank you yes so oh, yes so he's referencing and we love dr goldstein and he said he's been taking this yerba prima psyllium whole husks 12 ounce for 15 years because I used to have hemorrhoids, he said. But I found out oh, wow. this fiber keeps me clean by itself. It's it's the best. Seriously, every morning, a, a cup with warm water. I used to be embarrassed after sex with the mess. And now since I have been using it, my nine and a half inch dick husband can enjoy without shit is what he said anyways i wish i can remember to be around listening to when you guys are live oh, okay you'll hit us on the uh the other end of it thanks pedro and you jealous pedro, of I, your boyfriend. I know right i want to see all that exactly <laughs> eric m wrote into us uh eric uh merrick picks Hi there. I was just a guest on the Atlantis Harmony Cruise. So we were talking, if you remember, about my Vakaya Cruise line. And he mm-hmm. said, wondering if you're looking. He's looking to be a guest on a show to talk about oh, cool. cruise, gay cruising. He's been doing it for three years now. And he's a weekly listener of us. We really appreciate it, Eric. Thank you so much on that. And I had a couple more comments. Uh, somebody actually, Cody, believe it or not, saw me on the vakaya cruise line i reported what? on one the other day what did but... they say? <laughs> yeah exactly yeah where's these comments i got it it's coming up here okay yes um miles uh oh mr miles oh underscore mr miles miles on instagram wrote oh my god i saw you from a distance on the vakaya cruise but missed you getting out of the pool to introduce myself as i love the podcast love your commentary on the trip discussing with the guys my first um my first, and we book. They booked it again. Very diverse and sex positive. Hope to meet you on a future Vakaya trip. Thanks, Miles. Fabulous. Absolutely, yes. I was trying to work somebody on the cruise there. I was trying to <laughs> slink in there, and you missed that part. But, um, at Capital Nine Nine Nine, Nick says hi. I think you might like for the love of Dilfs. A new gay dating show. Oh, we talked about this. Hosted by Stormy Daniels, of all people. Um, I said I want to watch it, actually. And now, if you like it, I'm going to watch it. Love Tags. Been with it since day one. And thank you for giving me a UFO. Ugly, fat, old, gay. A bit of joy twice a week. Aww. Aww. Thanks, Nick. That's so so sweet. 
We love it when you write into us. We it keeps the conversation going. So always feel like you can weigh in or ask us for sex or relationship advice. By the way, we're live tonight, oh, yeah. and we are going to be reading commentary from you guys coming from all over the world. And we really thank you on that. We have so much to talk about on this show, and we're going to keep it moving, including just a quick follow up on. We were talking about Don Lemon the other day, who's on CNN who essentially put his foot in his mouth when he said essentially on the morning show that a woman is only in her prime when she's in her 20s, 30s, and he said maybe 40s. He doubled down on that. If you want to listen to what we really thought about it all, listen to episode 441. But the internet and nobody has been very kind back, as you can imagine, because it was a stupid thing to say. I think we can all agree on that. Mm -hmm. Just... Just to follow up on that, he's back on CNN. He just, I, at 6 a.m. on the dot, I wanted to tune in because they said he was going to be back. I had to leave the house at 7 a.m. to get here, but I tuned in. He d- really didn't have his tail between his legs. He was fine. Really? Not really. They didn't address it all, but he will be undergoing formal training. So what does there that is mean? not a lot, Cody. <laughs> It doesn't mean a lot, I think. And one of the shows that I was saying is it's been reported that he's unhappy there and who knows what's going on. So maybe his days are numbered there and he might not even end up being there until the end of the year. I don't know. but They can call us. Oh, exactly. Hello. Uh, we won't be saying anything like that. So No, we will not. Thank you very CNN. much. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Moving on, because we have a lot to talk about. You know, there's an actor that I didn't really know very well. You knew him, Jonathan Majors. Yes. Tell us what, where we would know Jonathan Majors from. I know him from Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country, which was an Ooh. amazing show on HBO Max. It's so, he looks amazing in it. Uh, first of all, he is so hot. He is so beautiful. And uh, I, I just had to get that out of the way. Also, I know him from, of course, the Avengers movies. He's oh. con- He plays Kong the Conqueror. And he's in the new Quantumania by Ant-Man too. And for all we know, he's straight, correct? From what I know, yes. So the reason why we're talking about him is because he's on the cover currently of Ebony Magazine's February 2023 issue. And the cover has gotten a lot of controversy. So he's 33 and on the cover he's shirtless and he's wearing a pink fur coat draped Mm -hmm. over his shoulders. It's kind of paired with this really cool pair of blue dyed jeans. He's crossing his leg with this really, I mean, it's an outfit that is fierce. It's fabulous. He's, he's seated on a, you know, he's seated on a sofa with a pink background while posing with a kind of a pouty face and a, a red beanie. It's fierce. It's fabulous. The title of the cover is Jonathan Majors, Hollywood's Most Wanted. Everyone should be loving this. Well, yeah. it's gotten backlash because one quote said, ladies, this is how Hollywood defines black masculinity. That's why so many of your men are defeated and weak. Watkins expressed on a tweet. Yeah, this is the guy, um, Boyce Watkins, PhD, by the way, who decided to. And it got a lot of traction, Cody, of a lot of people because, I mean, I know you could speak to this more, but in the black community, masculinity is a whole thing and accepting of femininity, forget even just 
homosexuality. It's just mm -hmm. there's always been this fight kind of, I would say. What would you say about it? Oh, yeah, I totally agree. I think that uh, masculinity in the black community is something that is taken very seriously. People hold it to high esteem masculinity. I think that because it, it goes back to even like slave days because the emasculation of the black black man in, during slavery was something that would keep them subservient. So uh, that is where it's rooted in. But now- Where would it come from you, Cody? Like where, where have you experienced this as a black man? I mean, I know you're half Latino, half black, mm -hmm. but where mm -hmm. have you seen it in your life? Well, definitely growing up, uh, I was I was told to butch it up, not butch it up specifically, be a man, all those types of things. And so I've heard it all my life, basically, because I was a, I was a pretty effeminate child and pink was my favorite color. And it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that this all of this is really, really taking it a bit too far. Uh, I think that Boyce Watkins needs Boyce Watkins needs to have some formal training. He needs to get in there with Don Lemon and look at what masculinity really is. And preferably he can learn something from Mr. Majors because he is very secure in whatever his sexuality is. He's there looking immaculate. The man is beautiful. I can't state that enough. Uh, anyone, I think that anyone who has a problem with how somebody else presents needs to really take a look inside and figure out what it is about them that is making that how somebody else presents uncomfortable. The color yeah. pink is just a color at the end of the day. Exactly. And you're when you really break it down like you just did, it's like you're using old stereotypes of boys for the bo blue is for the boy, pink is Stupid. for the girl and it's so dumb. And yes, it's expression and we should be all there was some really good comments too that you know we didn't read to thank God some people have really stood up for Jonathan and just being himself and owning it. And that's, I think, some of the best things. You know, we're live here every Wednesday night and we had some comments. Callie Dad says regarding Jonathan Majors, the straight hot... Hoteps. Uh, Hoteps. What is that? Hoteps. It, it's when somebody... Uh, basically, it's about the black culture and somebody... Oh, I love that you know this. Yeah, thank you. And it's it's basically when someone is very pro-masculine and very pro-black to the point of being uh, to where everything else is 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 regarded as less than basically. That's how I, I that's how I see it. Basically. I'm sure, yeah. So she says the straight hoteps ho hoteps are not okay. Yeah, I butchered that. Thank you for that. <laughs> Xavier, also watching us live every Wednesday night, is saying tonight about Don Lemon. Don Lemon is the prime example that gays are not morning people. <laughs> yeah, get a little bit more sleep, Don, and do your you know, evening show. Thank you very much. Billy Gibson watching uh, us live says, I love the cover. Did you see the one with one slouching on a on a red surrounded by rose petals when i was around my uh can you I, that, Cody? I, I when he was I around my his... glasses sorry guys <laughs> it's okay baby when he, when he was around his bio dad uh the the father would tell billy that to be more of a man so he liked wearing pretty oh. colored shirts t-shirts as well i love pink um and then Khaledad also goes on to say that the overly Afrocentric boys, they tend to date 
white women. And <laughs> I just oh, thought that that was that's hilarious. amazing. Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, you go on, there. Jonathan, with your bad self. Okay. Well, this is kind of a funny segue into a really story that we won't spend too much time on, but it's a study, and I love a good study. And this study found that men who drink Coke or Pepsi have larger testicles. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Research on mice, Cody, showed that adult males who drank Coca-Cola or Pepsi had higher testosterone levels and larger oh. gen genitals than their peers. One group of 30 male mice was kept in a cage. And this sounds like a gay store and their water bottle was filled with 50 percent pepsi mixed with tap water another 30 mice were kept in a different cage and given pure pepsi the same was done for two groups of mice but with coca-cola a fifth group was used as a control and given pure water so the mass of the mice's testicles was measured on day zero five seven ten thirteen and fifteen on day fifteen the you love how I'm taking this seriously, right? <laughs> it is serious. It is an actual study. On day 15, the yeah. mass of the mice's testicles was significantly higher in the groups that drank Coca-Cola and 100% for Pepsi. So, you know, the age-old Pepsi versus Coke compared to the 50% Pepsi and control group. So the outcome demonstrated a high dose of Pepsi-Cola or Coca-Cola could promote testes growth and development the study said oh wow. but i also think that if you drink too much of that stuff you're also going to have a sugar crash and i'm just saying here to say yeah. that my testicles have always been on the larger side you drink and i don't drink any soda I, but, but what, what i do drink cody I drink a lot of these fishbowl margaritas <laughs> and maybe that's my superpower back to super <laughs> yeah oh my god i can't okay i this story is great i need to tell joe to get on i love big nuts um so i need to tell joe to get on drinking some pepsi or something because the, and interesting how they didn't do diet pepsi diet coke it was we need yeah. to get on that okay when we're on exactly. cnn that's there you go funny. not putting our foot in our mouth like don <laughs> lemon Okay, this is another one. Um, so there's a guy that goes by Furry Graham, and he's on OnlyFans. And he says, I make money on OnlyFans without showing my face. Here's how. So Furry Grant is his name, and he said, I've always been a show-off with my hairy body and big dick at parties, clubs, the gym. You know, I can really relate to this on the cruise. My friend you was and like, me both. <laughs> I just raised my hand. Naked <laughs> enough. I was naked on this cruise so much. I like learned so much about myself. I'm so jealous. But, I want to do back it to, too. Back to furry. But I have a relatively high profile job and want to keep at least a little mystery. Plus, there's something sexy and mysterious about anonymous porn. It allows the viewer to use the imagination and fill in the blanks. I could be your boss, your best friend, your neighbor, who. Oh, okay. I like all this. Ooh, um, I'm at the, subscribe. <laughs> so at the moment, he only shares solo content, explicit pictures, videos, and stories. I don't show full face, but occasionally share a little peaks, chin, beard, mouth, etc., to keep viewers curious and horny. I don't have any identifying marks, tattoos, scars that immediately give me away, though my mm -hmm. dick is one of a kind. And 
We, Cody, can you put that in the comment section of our live viewers? I'll post this oh, yes. on tagspodcast.com, episode 442, so you can check it out. And he does end up saying a lot of his content is filmed and shot in POV, point of view, as I love giving the viewer an intimate experience with myself and my body. Social media is awesome. I have a large following. And I think it's working for him. This is interesting, Cody, because... I mean, when you look at the pictures and audience, you'll understand what I'm talking about. He has all the right features. I mean, yeah, he's a hot bod, guy. The hairy body's perfectly trimmed, I think, for a lot of taste. He's in the pictures that we'll show you. He's got a jock strap on, really nice ass, great dick. And I love it that he does a lot of solo work and that he keeps it interesting. Yeah. Because I always thought to keep an OnlyFans going on and on and on is, oh my gosh, you would always have to find new partners, the Mm -hmm. lighting. If you just relied, he's made it work for him. I mean, I was running around the cruise going, should I do an OnlyFans? (laughs) (laughs) The answer is always yes. Everybody, rent is, I saw a t-shirt at this club that said, rent's due this month and then i said should i get that i told my friend <laughs> i and mean the answer is no because rent is due. you think i'm kidding y'all <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> it's hard out here okay times are tough people you gotta do what you gotta do we're going and, into a recession child yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this guy and what he's doing and how he's made it work for him i love it i think that this gives me hope because one of my main hangups as far as starting an OnlyFans, I know, I know that I've mentioned it on this show several times, is yes. that the anonymity part of it. I, I don't want to put my business out there, my face out there, this, this beautiful face right here. <laughs> I just want to show off my bod and my penis. And I'm looking at his penis and I'm thinking, his is pretty comparable to mine. We, pr- we have the pretty much yeah very much the same penises hey so so audience just put cody's face cut out cody's face and put that this guy's penis and then you pretty much got the image of what cody would look like naked with the heart on mine is a little bit browner oh here okay yeah i thought you were gonna say bigger i'm like okay now we're just bragging (laughs) but that's that's really it so it gives me hope and i think that i i if I if I wanted to start an OnlyFans, I think that this would be the way that I'm going to go. But, you know, I never say never, but I'm also a big tease. So I think it's brilliant that he's doing it this way. And it sounds like they did this whole profile on, on him. And it sounds like he's getting all the viewers. And to your point, when you worry about things like that, like, is this going to come back and haunt me? Is this really the best move? Is my boyfriend going to really be a about this Mm -hmm. there's nobody can really complain right um because no one can redirect it back to you so he's really made it work for him i think you know it's not easy but yeah yeah, kudos to him i'm stealing his business plan i also thought about masks too so oh yes oh that would be hot right very hot. So, Absolutely. I don't know. I have a couple ideas floating out there, so we'll see what happens. 
All right. Well, we have to move on. We are live. We want to keep hearing from you guys. And this next, we're going to pair a couple of stories together. And it's all going to be related to relationships, how long relationships. Do you believe in romantic love? And about open relationships. And it all stemmed from... Get your drinks ready. Yeah, get your drinks ready. Because it all stemmed from a podcast where the actress, one of I actually like her a lot, Emma Thompson. Me too. Sense and Sensibility, one of my favorite movies of all time. I loved her. Um, Emma Thompson admitted on a podcast recently that romantic love is a myth and that long-term relationships are a lot of hard work. And she said, she was actually talking about movies, about movies that actually, it all ends and into the, they walk into the sunset <laughs> and that's all a myth. And it was kind of depressing, but hearing it in her British accent, <laughs> it didn't sound as bad as if you broke it down in an American Reddit, it would be like, so like, why will we even bother, right? <laughs> um, it got me thinking, and then I started seeing some other stories that were related to this. And one of them is one of my current favorite singers, Omar Apollo. I just mm -hmm. love him so much. He's like my favorite new singer. Omar is 25, and he has a brand new song, which I downloaded today. because I had to hear, what is this song about? Well, Three Boys is his brand new single. You guys can get it wherever you get your music. And he sings about the idea of polyamory in the song. And essentially, he's saying that this would never work for him, mm -hmm. right? At least where he's at right now, that a relationship of three isn't exactly for him. And in the song, he actually question the idea of polyamory also known as non-monogamy okay and he eventually realizes in the song that he cannot do it so here's some of the lyrics that i'll read to you three boys would work if i wasn't so tethered to you what mm. should i do i can't even choose i'm tethered to you hey and the uh, he shared recently, yeah, and what's cool about him is that he recently told Billboard magazine that he's comfortable now expressing his sexuality through releasing more music. I wasn't super open about my sexuality, but people were hearing things in Indiana. People were saying, he's not even gay. He's just doing that to be artsy. I've always thought it was funny because the reality of my life is not that. It's not a choice. It's just what I am. You have to laugh at all those things. This is why I love him. So, yeah. and by the way, and he's, he's going to, he's super cute. I have a big crush on him. He's going on the road with SZA, who I really like as well right? on the so upcoming, their upcoming SOS tour, but check out three boys. But I guess the question being is, and we have one more story to pair it up with is what do you think about what my first comment uh thompson i meant thompson about long-term relationships was that a little dour and or what are your thoughts so i believe in romantic love but i see i can so see in emma thompson's statement i can relate to it so so much love is not like the it's not it's not like the movies it takes hard work and too much talking and too much listening and too much compromising and sometimes too much yelling yeah it's, but it's worth it i think is what you're trying to say in that the is end. what my next point was going to be is that it's worth it because it you have to ask yourself 
is your partner and that you're putting all this time and work and effort into it are they the person that you want to live your the rest of your life with because you can build a foundation for a more a stronger relationship and a more powerful union if you do all of those things so i think that in the end it's 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 really worth it but i think that what emma thompson was saying it really hits home for me because I've had to learn being with my boyfriend for the past two years that it is really a lot of work. And it's not like in the movies where at the end, they're just, they just get together, they get married and then it's done. It's happily ever after. It's not like that. Right. And I agree, but we all want, I don't watch a lot of those rom-coms, but Mm -hmm. we get it. I think she's, I think we get it that we just want to even know that we can have somebody for us and it gives us hope. We, probably should realize that it's not the end all game and that what happens after the movie's over. But I do think that she's also talking about traditional one-on-one relationships. And I think Mm -hmm. what Omar is singing in his song is a little bit more our community and how our community actually expresses ourselves and how our community experiences throuples and polyamory. And it's a little bit, so she's talking a little bit more about traditional one-on-one relationships he's taking it a step further but he's also saying that he doesn't think that he could do that yeah i actually think personally for me for the long time i always thought oh i could never have an open relationship that would never work for me but now i am on this whole kick of a thruple starting because i we were at this wedding here in puerto vallarta actually nayarit next door Mm -hmm. and there was this thruple that I bonded with so much. And really? one of them I really bonded with sexually. And they had that openness that I could even get with them. And they have this house in the middle of nowhere, not nowhere, but like remotely near Napa. And they're living their best life, these three wow. guys. And then on the cruise, I was hanging out with this couple and I was they were tossing me back and forth at times one minute I would be with one and they were okay with it. And I was, I was telling my friend, I'm moving to where these guys, I'm going to pitch, I'm (laughs) going to pitch to them to be the the third. (laughs) Honestly, Cody, and I'm being really honest, I could see maybe that's more my speed is to be in a thruple and not a traditional relationship. Like what she's referencing it's more of a different type of a union, a polyamorous union. She and found love out of a Kaya cruise. I love it. I love yeah. And we're I... not talking about Emma Thompson. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I have thought about polyamory and opening up the relationship as well. It's actually something that we have discussed in our relationship. Um, but at the end of the day, I personally wouldn't be able to achieve the balance of of being with more than one person, I can barely rub my stomach and tap my head at the same time. Darling, <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> and the thought of Joe having sex with somebody else is puts me in a place that I'm I'm a very jealous person. I don't want to go to that place. Uh, and good for anybody and you if you can achieve that. But it's just it's not for me. At least not at this time. It's not something I'm ever going to write off. But I do think that. It's not for me right now. 
And then to follow up on that, there's a great article on The Advocate. Ian Kerner wrote about the reasons to open up a relationship. Actually, how can a monogamous couple happily become non-monogamous? It's a good read. I will post this on tagspodcast.com. It really looks in-depthly and interviews some psychologists on how you can do this. And one of the things you can always imagine, communication, right? Talk, talk, and talk some more. There's no doubt that ethical non-monogamy requires communication and lots of it. Quote, I suggest a what-if conversation before anyone takes anything into action. This is based on Los Angeles-based sex therapist Tammy Nelson. Mm -hmm. Quote, talking about the potential positives as well as the pitfalls of a possible exploration can prevent problems that would come up later. The more you talk about the issues before they happen, the better. Nice. So, you know, some really good points on what to consider. Things like establishing ground rules. Um, I've heard other people, though, Cody, say they don't like the term rules because that brings it into a whole new dimension. But this yeah. is one way, you know. I can see that because then it, it becomes too stringent. I think yeah. I like the parameters we had somebody on our show cody that said they didn't like the word and i i totally agree yeah because it it really really restricts how you think about things and guidelines is more of a um a more loose word uh but still it provides some structure i think structure is a very good word that just popped in my head out of nowhere but yes yeah i agree and this isn't in the article i will post this on textpodcast.com but one thing i think of is what about in addition to laying out the parameters what if you did a trial period and see and talked about i mean you're going to be talking a lot about this stuff but with your partner but checking in with them and seeing how are we and you could i don't know if it's too late to go back but if once you open up pandora's box but you could Try it out for a trial period. Yeah, and keep the I mean, re- keep the receipts if you got to return it. Right. I don't know. We better ask Christina Aguilera because she put the genie back in the bottle. I don't. I have no. <laughs> and idea. how did it work out for her? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Oh man. We Rub have me to the move right on. way. Oh yes. sorry. <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> All right. We are live on this Wednesday night and we have to move on. You know, somebody sent me this story and I wanted to talk about it because the FBI and local police have been investigating a bomb threat that was made during drag story hour. This was in Arizona. A coffee shop's drag queen story hour had to be shut down because of a bomb threat. And the LGBTQ-owned and friendly Brick Road Coffee in Tempe was harassed and protested over the weekend. It caught the attention of the far-right extremist group, the Proud Boys, who were upset that the establishment was hosting a drag queen story hour. Then a bomb threat was sent to the coffee shop via the internet about 20 minutes into the story hour. Police responded to the coffee shop when they received the threat but could not find any explosives and are investigating the matter. Crazy, right, that Cody? That is too much. I cannot believe. Yeah. Were you going to say something? No, I was just going to quickly follow up before we discuss it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the reasons we talk about these things is because there are, what, where are these threats coming from? Mm-hmm. And Meta, if you 
Meta is Instagram and Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. Essentially, Meta has been found to be profiting from the term groomer slur. And this is a brand new report. So Meta, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, has profited off of advertisements that use the anti-LGBTQ plus slur groomer. Despite the term violating the corporation's content policies, according to a new report. So Media Matters for America essentially did this study and they found more than 200 ads across its platform that falsely painted the LGBTQ plus community as dangerous because they are sexualizing children. And last July, Meta acknowledged that the term groomer violated the platform's policy against hate speech. But since then, the company has continued but running. They didn't do nothing. Yeah, they didn't do anything. They're still running the ads containing hateful rhetoric, plus 63 new ones Media Matters reported on recently. So this is really drumming up, Cody, the right, Republican right side. And we're seeing it's it's really targeting our community. And I think, I mean, what are your thoughts on this when you hear what's going on with Meta and then as a direct correlation bomb threats on our community this is just so sad that we have to continue to report on things like this i get that we have to do it but this is it's just becoming too much it's becoming uh a real struggle for me to i think that our community is just under attack right now and yeah think that it's just really sad that so many things are happening to our community that we have to face on it's becoming daily and we report on it weekly and we just have to remain vigilant we have to go out there and make sure that we uh, are protesting that we're voting for the right people to be in office because the thing that jumped out at me during the first story about Tempe Arizona right. the mayor Corey Woods he his response was he actually named those people. I'm not going to say their name. You already said it. So yeah. just go back five seconds and you will hear the name of the hate group. He actually called them a hate group and he drew a line in the sand against his hate group. And the Proud Boys, right? Yeah, with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I really think that the more that we vote the right people in, the the better off we will be and the easier our fight will be because we need to have allies in this time. So good for you, Mayor Corey Woods. Thank you so much for standing up for what's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll continue to report on these things because I think, you know, where are these stemming from? We all use Instagram and many of us still use Facebook. And you think that you're kind of safe in your world when you're using these, but you're part of another community. Mm -hmm. They're keeping these ads in there. And yeah. I just hope well, that, yeah. That doesn't surprise me because the more that you look at Instagram and on Facebook, they are disproportionately banning and flagging our, our content, LGBTQ content as inappropriate so and violating their terms so i that doesn't surprise me at all we need to do something to make sure that instagram and 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 facebook are held accountable for this this type of anti-lgbtq rhetoric that they're spewing right now 
Absolutely, absolutely. Hey guys, Stevie here of Tags Podcast, and you probably heard me talk a few times about going to the Naked Beach last summer. Looking forward to this summer. Well, the first time I went last summer, I was trying to clean up since I was going to be exposing all of my body, and one of the things I wanted to do was trim my hairy bush on my balls, and I used disposable razors. Big mistake as I was in a hurry. You got to get the ferry early in the morning, and I was quickly trying to shave my balls with this disposable razor and nicked and cut up my balls. Oh my gosh, I wanted to be an exhibitionist, but I was too busy covering up my balls in fear that you were going to see all the nicks and cuts. Not sexy. Not a good idea. And that's why I'm really happy to tell you about the Performance Package 4.0, which has arrived by Manscaped, and it is a game changer. In this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker, Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserve Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. I love this travel bag. I use it everywhere I go. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming and, dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade, so it reduces grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof, and it also has a 4000K LED spotlight. You need a more precise shave. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. You thought that was good, but want to take your groomer game even further to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0 the Manscaped Boxers, and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code TAGSPOD. That's T-A-G-S-P-O-D. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TAGSPOD at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right. Well, we have to get to some. What we really do best is give advice, correct, oh, Cody? Yes. Yeah. Uh... And I couldn't help but think because we, we keep talking about relationships, and there was a Reddit thread posted by Creative Flamingo. And they posted the question for those looking for a long term relationship. What slightly unusual, controversial, or unpopular reasons make you swipe left on dating apps? So for me, they write, I know it's a great thing to travel, but if their whole profile is travel to the excess, I don't feel compelled to date this person. Wow, okay. I'm gonna, I have a lot <laughs> Another one I heard people say is if there are more than a few drinking alcohol photos... Are there cliches or things that on the surface seem great, but make you inclined to swipe left? 
Wow. This guy is probably, I can already think, give advice like you are turning away too many people and based on small things exactly what this person wrote on so i've said i've got on a fourth date with the guy back in new york and i was a little bit worried to be honest because we were getting a rhythm going correct and here we are i had all these trips planned right Mm -hmm. so i had the vakaya cruise line here I am now in Puerto Vallarta, which was planned right after it because I'm helping my sister with her condo. And then I'm going right after this. I'll be a couple days at home and I'm going to Vegas. But for what? A podcast conference, which is really for what we do. Still doing the show. But I thought my friend posed the question. She's like, are you worried that the rhythm that you started with that guy is going to like diminish and you're going to kill it? And I said, you know, I saw him the day that I before I left and we Mm -hmm. had a great romantic time together and I've checked in with him and he's responded back. He, in fact, he sent me something about an artist I love on Instagram Madonna today. So I think I was, so for me worrying about like the travel thing and thinking that he's going to think I travel too much, he's been very responsive back. So it's not that big of a deal. The other thing is I drink, Back to the fishbowl here. <laughs> Quite a bit. Thank you, fishbowl. Thanks, fishbowl in the house. He doesn't drink at all. I mean, he does drink, but he only has like one drink or two here and there. So seeing somebody... Now, I would be more concerned about their behavior if yes. they're a sloppy drunk. But why are you going to swipe... What is it? Swipe right or left if you're not interested? Why uh, swipe left, my <laughs> producer off camera? And told Thank me you so much. I had why to think swipe? Yeah. Why swipe left on swipe, somebody before yeah. you even had a chance to meet them in person? If you meet them in person, like you're just going to look at pictures on them and determine that oh, they have one too many drinks in their hand, they're a lush and a drunk. No, I I'm here to tell you that exactly what this guy has saying said in his profile what she's a little worried about mm-hmm. i'm currently dating a guy that we don't have the same i'm traveling a ton i drink more than he does and it's still working we just respect each other yeah i don't think any of the things that this guy listed would be an issue for me as far as swiping left or right i don't know which one is which Shh, don't tell anybody left <laughs> left is not interested right is interested okay fabulous swipe right if you're like interested. she said yeah i got the thumbs up on swipe right is interested fabulous fabulous so but something that would alarm me as as far as somebody's profile pictures are concerned if there are things that directly relate to something that I have issues with in my own life. So if their room is extra dirty, then I wouldn't be able to go with that because an extra dirty room. If their room is extra dirty. In in your profile pictures, if your room is extra dirty. We just talked about that actor the other day, Gage. What's his name? Luke Gage. Yeah. Who, got the job on white lotus and they were calling out oh i didn't tell you the story no you're surprising me right lucas, now real quick sidebar yeah, lucas lucas gage correct yeah i believe we were so. just talking about on episode 441 about uh sex positivity in you that he's currently on he my friend was telling him about how he got the white 
he was auditioning during the pandemic on camera and they thought the zoom was muted and a british casting director said these poor actors look at the type <laughs> of small boxes they live in and look at the dirty mess and the, i mean just look at the tv and the cup behind him and the mute was not off and lucas hurt it and he said i know i know my house is a mess but give me the job and then i can afford a better place well and there he, it is he and he got the job and that went viral by the way and the guy was mortified the british casting director was mortified but okay. it's worth a look you guys if you haven't seen that but to me i wouldn't so that's the point i wouldn't hold certain things i think my point is and i do have one is that give meet somebody in person and see how they really are you're never going to get a hundred percent of things i think we're so quick to want to swipe left swipe right once in a while meet for, you don't have to go to dinner with the person but you meet us go I, to their dirty room and, and you could just go to their dirty room. Exactly. <laughs> I apologize for my room too, which isn't always, my bed's always made though. Cody, is that well, good you? you are, you are halfway there. You are almost, I am halfway there. Okay. Right on you. Honestly, you, you know about aesthetics in your profile picture. Your room is dirty in your profile picture. No. I'm okay. I'm okay. Swipe left. Here's where I'll agree with you, though. On my last date with the guy that I'm seeing, I wasn't sure because he doesn't drink. And I thought, is he one of those gays that is a partier? Excuse me. Um, like, he goes, is he, like, at every circuit party? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to keep up with that? Or he's going to mm-hmm. be going to these parties? You know, my mind was spinning. Mm-hmm. You're spinning, Carrie. Whoever is <laughs> sex of the city. <laughs> stop spitting and so i was wondering about that so i said so when you go out do you go to like are you at the circuit parties i mean are you know we get and i started to be like you know we get so many like ads on our phones for the current circuit parties like oh no i don't really go to those at all that much once in a while i'm like oh thank god okay so i got like you know Good, because to me, that maybe would have been a swipe left. Oh, really? Well, See, I don't so know why I'm did... swiping, because he was in my living room. But well, you... a... <laughs> Slap him left? I mean... Get the hell out right now. Remember, I don't do online apps, so I don't yeah. really understand. Yeah, I mean, I would just slap him left. And so hope it... he slapped him out it's... of my room. The very nice, like, so I think it's time for me to go to bed and for you to leave and go to your own apartment. <laughs> that would have been the swipe left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, I still feel like I'm on the cruise every so often. I get like, the you boat get a shaking. little vertigo. Yeah, oh I know. Yeah, I know. I just had it like this second and I'm not on a boat. But anyway, sorry, sidebar. Okay. Have another margar- fishbowl margarita. And-, <laughs> and you'll straighten out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not on, not about, not on talk about gay sex. No, you won't straighten out, darling. I okay. will not. I, we will never straighten out. No. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Did you have another comment on that or did you want to move no, on? No, I think that's it. Okay. Which Reddit thread did you want to go with? And can you please read it? Can't, uh, don't take too long girl okay i got it i got it i'm on it um so i think that the one i'm going to read is no not that one i am addicted to sex parties oh good i was hoping yes so i am not me personally but this reddit 
writer in is seriously addicted to sex parties. I used to be. Um, last month, they visited NYC for vacation. They love NYC for several reasons. And yes, they know that there are a lot of people that are hating NYC for various reasons. What are those? Oh, mistakes? We didn't need that. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> when this person visits, uh, they usually do a tour a lot and meet up. And some people usually uh, and they meet people through the apps like Grindr or Tinder and have fun with them. But this time was totally different. On the first day of NYC, they became super horny and they could not even get out of it after jerking off. <clears throat> then they got a message through an app that there was a sex party. They didn't know what to do and they really wanted to get fucked and have some sex. Oh my gosh, I'm reading this through for the first time all the way. <laughs> But on the other side, they were uh, quite worried too because they are a person that loves their comfort zone. So they decided to go there and were super horny. Again, they 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 must have been really horny because they, they yeah. said it twice. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and it was actually quite amazing. It is kind of amazing at, at sex parties. Insane party music and lots of naked people. They were just dominated okay. by okay. their lust. And what they did was super slutty. and up the ass and down the head. I don't know what down the head means, but okay. All right. So they basically say uh, they are living in a small town and there is no place for gays. And now they're even considering visiting huge cities to go to nearby sex parties. Is this like an addiction, even if they hook up with one guy? Or is it just not enough for them anymore? What do you think, Steve? So let me. So is it like an addict? Even if I hook up with one guy, one is just not enough for me anymore. You know, that's a good. You know, I always love it when if you pose a question like that because you're questioning your own. Can you hear me? Okay, Cody. Yeah, I can hear you. My mic didn't change. I don't think so. You sound very full still. Okay, good. Um, I think if you question things like that, you're good that you're questioning like am i is this an addiction kind of thing i think having fun can be in periods of time i talked about being on the vakaya cruise line recently <laughs> in the red light district and it was a period of time my friend was joking around with me like how are you gonna be able to top that after well <laughs> bottom that after <laughs> getting off the cruise <laughs> and i i really just think it's when you're in a certain mode and a period of time i think this person just needs to give themselves a break and if you're having those if you're always thinking about it then i think you need to find other activities so that you're not always in a sex mode mm -hmm. i think there can be times when you're going to have more sex and you that's when you're going to also think about your sexual health more often than not. But mm -hmm. I don't think that it's if, – if you're finding that you can't turn that dial off or button mm -hmm. off, then I think you need to start looking into like, well, why is that? But I think he's posing the question. Mm -hmm. and that's always a good thing. It's posing good it start. even to Reddit is a really good – you're going to get some really good responses. And I think to me – Asking the question is half the battle because yeah. you're posing it out there for yourself. And I think you'll know when it's too much and when you need to divert a little bit. But to me, enjoy it. If if you're having a moment of sex positivity like that, enjoy it. I agree and yet I still kind of disagree because to me it sounded like in his speech that he was not 
it was not enough the sex that he was having so okay. yeah to me in his speech it's it does look like he should be a little bit cognizant of whether or not he is addicted to sex and sex par- sex in general sex parties specifically and he should probably do some self reflection in order to see where this is stemming from and to see what he needs to do to kind of mitigate the effects of of a sex addiction. I'm not a therapist. He needs to probably go see a therapist and see what this is all about, what the underlying cause is. I, I agree with you that it is okay to go to sex parties and make sure that you're having as much fun as possible, to be as sex positive as possible. But when it starts to become not enough, or there seems to be issues with with the sex that you're having is not fulfilling, then that is a, is a, is a huge red flag for me. Yeah. Well, like anything, it can be a slippery slope. Anything too much of a good thing can always lead to an overconsumption of yeah. a certain thing. And I think that's where perhaps maybe he could go. And, and if you're finding that it's not enough, then, but I do go back to, he's posing the question. Yeah. And that is then a you, good then, start. Then, yeah. Then you want to go back to what really is, how can I, how can I enjoy those times when I want to go to a sex positive sex party event? And how can I also, like you said, use the word mitigate it with time with my friends. And so I'm not just thinking about this 24 seven and how can I maybe spend time, maybe like go on a couple dates here and there yeah. and then rinse and repeat kind of thing where, you know, you have Get a balance. Yeah. You have, you have a balance of it all, but I think, Posing the question is great. I do yes. agree with you. Where the part I agree with you, where you said I disagree, I, I agree with you. I just think it can be a slippery slope if you find yeah. yourself in one area doing a repetitive of sex parties and it's not even, sounds like it maybe isn't satisfying, like you're mm-hmm. not satisfying your need and it's this vicious cycle. Yeah. That is where I think maybe he was alluding to. And if you're so down that, well, then you're not even enjoying the thing that you thought you want and yep that's where you gotta look at it which he is doing and hopefully there was some lots of comments which we don't have time to read in there uh <laughs> we only have because we really care about our own <laughs> and this margarita back put it back the- in the front yes thank you i was like where is our special guest house <laughs> right well i hope that helps you know we are always here for you as well to give relationship and sex advice solicited or not you can always reach out to us dm us at tags podcast that's where you can also give us commentary on topics you've heard you can also go to tagspodcast.com and email us via the website show notes are there too well we, I haven't done this in a minute, but Straight Up Gay Porn does their, I think this week was their top, what, Cody? 17 yeah. gay porn stars. And they asked the question, who took the best photo or video of the week? And our job is to vividly describe to you on an audio podcast, because of course the show gets repackaged on why we picked that one. You know, I was looking through. I haven't done this in a minute. There's some good ones. They are and, some I mean, good they just ones. get better and better. But I think I had to go with Derek Kane for mine. 
And the reason he's in a sling, and there were slings on this Vakaya cruise I was on, Ooh. and he's in a sling. He also has a jock strap on, and his dick is huge. He must be drinking Coca Cola <laughs> because his balls are huge. And I'm not always. Remember, I was talking about the perfect ratio of hairy ass to whole uh -huh. that I got he has that same thing that I think I was being complimented for oh. so it's again it's back to me but he has a beautiful <laughs> ass and hole and he has a great smirk on his face oh yes he does and he has really cool socks on that are always sexy to see and he looks just ready at willing and raring to go again this That's will be on like tagspodcast.com where you can vote for please if you go onto our site and you go on to this particular link vote because straight up gay porn does a tally and at the end of the year they actually award somebody who like of the year so in fact i'm going to vote for derek right now but cody in the meantime in is he oh my god look at I you love, i always love it when i pick you know i always say I'm so happy I picked Madonna, Janet, and Lisa Stansfield, who are still making music today, and they weren't one-hit wonders. I'm still winning, baby. <laughs> <laughs> who do you pick? So, first of all, Derek Gage was my number two, So because it was a very close race for me this week. But my vote this week goes to Idolo Andrade. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. But, Andrade. Okay. Yeah, he's beautiful. He's in a marble bathroom wearing only sunglasses, completely naked, looking like a naked Matrix character, if you will. He's, wow. taking, <laughs> he's taking a mirror selfie, but it's from the side view. He's standing to the side, so it's his profile. And the marble bathroom, just yes. The pose, yes. The tattoos, yes, please. The body, double yes. And the dick is just, it's just gorgeous. He's just gorgeous. He's my vote for this week. I love it. Thank you very much. And, you know, you can always vote. Go to tagspodcast.com. Um, we are good. Yeah. I we want to thank our live virtual audience. Thanks for tuning in. And we apologize for putting in the link out there a little bit late today. But thank you for tuning in. We makes the show so much more fun when you guys mm -hmm. tune in. Everybody can tune in. We're here every Wednesday night. The link should and will always from here on out be on tagspodcast.com. Just click on tags live or go to our Instagram account at tags podcast, where I put it in the story every Wednesday afternoon. I want to thank my co-host. You can follow him. He is a live coach. Follow him at KMD coaching, KMD coaching, but also follow his sexy personal account where you see a lot of chest action at Mr. Maurice, Mr. Maurice. And follow me at I am underscore Steve V. That's right. We are back next week with all new shows. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Cody. Always fun. Thank you. Oh, so much fun. Yeah. Could you follow me on Instagram? Because I will be posting a lot of stuff from here in Puerto Vallarta as I'm working and doing all kinds of fun stuff. But I love to hear from you. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay. Gay. Sex. Sex. Yeah. Sex.